welcome back to the Nasty Fries Radio Podcast. Just kidding, we're just a podcast. This is myself, Kyle Nash, my co-host, Dominic Fry. Yes, sir! So, uh, we got a great episode lined up for tonight. Uh, we went ahead and picked a very acoustic room, um, and we rented out this nice space that Tom and Devin went and tested a bunch of stuff last week. Um, I, I think it's going to turn out well. We already have top-of-the-line equipment. They wanted yes, to, sir. you know, get us this nice room. There's pads and everything. I feel like I'm in an insane asylum right now. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah. uh, Dom, we're going we're gonna to start the show with uh, yeah. thanking your brother for being on the show. Yeah, thank you, Lincoln. We uh, want to give you an official thank you for coming on the show. It was a great episode, just kind of being able to talk about you and a little bit about your post-college life and you, you know, becoming a real adult and different hobbies and such that you have and, you know, one that... You've picked up is cycling and triathlon training, so being able to talk to you about that and kind of go into those details was awesome, and it was cool just to be able to have that opportunity as well. So thanks, bro. Appreciate you coming on the podcast. If you haven't checked out last week's podcast, check check it out. out. Uh, Me and Lincoln, sit down. Good one. All right, Dom. So, you know, it's been a a little bit since uh, we we got caught up with you. So what's up? How you been? You know, how has it been? Not having class, you know, just just being the adult. Being an adult, I think it's one of the greatest things to ever happen to me in my entire life. Really? It's funny because I feel like, and this is a very general statement, obviously, but a lot of times, at least based on social media, college kids, they'll graduate college, and then I just see them complain. And they say, oh, I hate this. I hate that. I just want to go back to college. I just want to be in college. College, college, college. And Best I'm four like, years of your life. Yeah. Right and I'm like, man. You know, and it's only been, I don't know, two months or whatever. So maybe I'm still in like the honeymoon phase of being yeah. a real adult. But I'm like, this is fantastic. I'm like, I go to work. I do my thing. I love what I do. Selling insurance every day. And then I do whatever the heck I want for the rest of the night. I don't have to worry <laughs> about homework. I don't take work home with me. I just live. And then even on my weekends, I don't have to worry about homework. Like there's nothing I'm doing on the weekends like basically, like literally every single thing I do, I'm trying to think of, and again, maybe it's just a phase of life that I'm in right now too, but every single thing I do, I do because I want to do it and I enjoy it. It's not a, well, I have to do homework because that's what I have to do to get past this class, to get this degree. Like there's really nothing, like if I don't want to do it, I just don't do it. Like there's nothing in my life that I am forced at the moment to do that I don't want to. Yeah, I mean that's that's a. Uh, it sounds like pretty sweet life. Oh, it's amazing. Just, just wait. <laughs> you know, you got a little bit of time uh, till you know till you get married, but just wait till you have the kids. Kiddos running around, and now you have to go pick up Tammy from soccer practice. Dominic Junior. Dominic uh, Junior. I don't know what you're talking. Tammy. Who's Tammy? Is your you think I'm gonna have a little girl, Tammy? Tammy's a okay name. You heard that, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean it sounds it sounds like a pretty sweet life, you know. Oh yeah. Now dude, I'm starting to go through what you had last year a little bit, not yeah. as much because I, st- you know, I'm working on campus and not making the drive. I mean, you have the same had. thing that I did. You just, yeah, you don't have the commute every day. Right. So, you know, what did I just get done doing? I just worked on a case study with a group for like three hours. So, yeah, weekends are spent. If that's not homework. exhilarating, man, yeah, that, that doesn't was, get your blood I love boiling. Regression analysis. <laughs> it, it, it is my favorite tool in accounting, for sure. P values and F statistics. See if it, you know. Can we reject the null hypothesis? And you're <laughs> or support it. I there have been a couple times 
when customers have come in and bought to sell them insurance or whatever, then I typically ask them, say, what is the P value? Or they'll, excuse me, they'll ask me because I'm the insurance professional. Right. They'll say, what's the P value of my insurance? And I say, well, based on the regression analysis I ran, mm -hmm. the P value is 0.3, which means it's significantly, uh, what's it? significantly proven? Yeah, I can't think so of what you, the phrase you want is. It to be, you want it to significantly, be less than 0.1. Yeah. And then it shows that it's significant. And then you can reject the null hypothesis. Yeah, I feel like I'm I forgetting believe. a word in there. That sounds right to me. And yeah. I think all of our listeners are, will agree. They'll just shake their yeah, heads and say, I yeah. I really hope they would because you know, I, <laughs> I just... Unless Mape's listening then. Yeah, I'm unless sorry. Professor Mape is listening. If, if you are, I do actually enjoy your class. It's pretty fun. But sometimes, you know, I do walk in there <laughs> thinking like, dude, I'm failing this class. Like, it's just because it's notoriously, it's a harder class, but that's okay. You know, it's challenging and it should be, and that's how she makes it. I love, uh, I do really like how she teaches. No PowerPoints, just straight, you know, they used to be chalk, chalk on the chalkboard. Right. But, you know, I do enjoy that aspect. So, uh, you know, with that being said, Dom, you've been doing a lot of, you know, grinding on the side. You, you picked up a hobby, right? And you, yes, sir. I think you already gave it a plug, but you want to go ahead and do it again? So, I have been driving Lyft. Um... I had sent a tweet out to try to get a name out there. My original plan was I wanted, because I live in town in Tiffin, and I'm like, you know, I can just be at my house, turn it on, and if somebody calls for a ride, mm -hmm. and then I literally leave my house, I go get, like, you know, if, I'm, if I get home at 5 o'clock, and I have nothing to do from 5 until 11, I'll turn it on, and then as I get rides, I can go give rides and come back home in the meantime, whatever. And I had tried it for a couple weeks, and honestly, I just didn't really get a whole lot. And when I say not a whole lot, there was one person that I drove in Tiffin in like a two-week span. Wow. So I've kind of given up a little bit. But what I do now is in Findlay, when I get off of work, Findlay's a little bit bigger, more people. So I get off metropolis. of work and I turn it on. It's a booming <laughs> metropolis. Booming. Much. Skyscrapers everywhere. So when I get off of work, I turn it on. I pretty consistently get rides. I'll get rides for an hour and a half, two hours, and then call it a night, and then come home at that point or drive back to Tiffin. And again, sometimes I'll turn it on on the weekends when I'm in Tiffin, but weekends, granted, I'm sure that's when I'd probably get the most business in Tiffin, but weekends is when typically I'm busy or spending time with Nicole as well. So I normally don't as often. Yeah, so bringing that up, um, you know, I was working in the coffee shop today on a nice Sunday afternoon and a gentleman walks in and you know, he actually knows both Dominic and I, at least by name. And he mentions that uh, Tiffin University had their homecoming this weekend, and they were all excited about Lyft being in Tiffin. <laughs> so, you know, people were going out drinking. But anyway, looking for a ride home, and um, they looked on Friday, and there's no no drivers on no! Friday night. Yeah, you must have not been working. Oh! You're like the only person in Tiffin. You and Brian, right? Actually, yeah, Brian did become a driver, but I don't think he's given one ride yet. And I think. He became a driver, but He's I don't a think... He's driver. He's just doing it to say he's a Lyft driver. True. <laughs> no, I think... <laughs> I think he said he's probably waiting until, like, the summer. I don't really know what his plans are for it, because he really doesn't have any time yeah. to do something like that right now. What do you mean? He takes an hour lunch break. <laughs> see him leave and then come back. But, man, that's lost business right there on Friday. And someone even told me about it. That's why I had to bring it up tonight, because... Wow. Yeah. So people, I mean, that's good though. That's good that people know that I'm out there. Yeah. But obviously, I'm just not available. 
when granted actually there was another person that I know we both know that they had given me a phone call I woke up on uh, this Sunday or the Sunday before woke up to a missed call and a voicemail at 2.30 in the morning and I thought hmm I wonder what this is about <laughs> literally the voicemail is this individual telling me dude come granted in their voicemail they wouldn't have gotten a ride from me either way but they said dude I just want some T-Bell and we looked up on Uber and we didn't see you and I still love you but I really wish you could take us to T-Bell right now and then I ended up texting him back the next morning and I said I was like yeah sorry I wasn't up until 2.30 <laughs> at night but I also you know if you're looking on Uber you would have been looking for a long time because I'm on yeah. Lyft bro so yeah Lyft is you know I don't want to say Lyft's better but if they did give us money for talking about them that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? That'd be a good ad read. Yeah, that, that is, would be a great ad read. Lift. Well, I'll get where you need to go. <laughs> I don't know what their slogan is, but uh, so Dominic, I wanted to talk. You know, the listeners know that you're training for a marathon, right? Yeah, we had talked about it a couple weeks ago. So you know, now that you're a couple of weeks in, has it been going good, or have you uh, have you been running? Or? Yeah, it's been going well. I hit. 41 miles this week i ran today or not today yesterday i ran 11 which was the farthest i've ran since uh, a half marathon that i ran back in may and granted you know like i've been running like four or five a couple sixes and then needed to start like incorporating long runs so i ran 11 and i felt like just trash yesterday i felt after the rise felt garbage but now today i feel fine i rolled my ankle like a couple weeks ago and that was kind of a bummer but Playing tennis? Uh, no, ironically, oh, I, I was running. I was out running. I was afraid because I thought maybe it would ruin my tennis game, but it was fine by Tuesday, so I could you'd, play. You would definitely say that your tennis game is is better than your running, or more important at this point. More, yeah, more important for sure. Important. I would take a blow with running before I take a blow with tennis. Fair, fair enough. All right, so let's go into. So we are recording this on Sunday night, Sunday evening. So the games. For, you know, college football are obviously over. NFL, the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games are over. We're just recording this before the Saints and the Cowboys games. So we're going to bring it up, and we're first going to talk about the New England Patriots. And I'm going to swing this over to Kyle. So earlier today, the Patriots, in a game of two undefeated teams, I know it's only week four, but who would have thought that by week four – Okay, the Patriots aren't much of a surprise. But the Bills would be undefeated in a game of two undefeateds. And actually, I mean, the scoreboard was close. Patriots had a big lead. Was, Nonetheless, I'll let you dive into right. the game. You know, what did you think of the game? Patriots, you know, ended up getting the win. But, you know, what did you think of the game that they had with the Bills and the two undefeateds going at it? You know, I, I thought that this was going to be a good matchup to see. Um, Obviously, I thought the Patriots would win, but to see if the Bills were the real deal or not uh, because they were undefeated. Uh, I don't remember exactly who they had played before that, but they both came in undefeated. So I wanted, you know, I thought maybe if the Bills could knock us off there, then potentially they they uh, might be the real deal. Um, and it was a close game. Honestly, I, I didn't get to watch much of the game at all because I was at work, but I did see the last, like, two minutes, and uh, – I believe the Bills threw a pick there at the end, so I mean they they had a, a chance to score. Well, I saw so because I saw the Patriots were up thirteen to zero and they had a special teams block punt touchdown, and it was like the very beginning of the second quarter. It was very early in the game. Really, like, yeah, this one's a wrap. 
And then the yeah, final score ended up being 16-10. Yeah. yeah. So and the Bills you know, had an opportunity the last couple of minutes there to wow. score. They just, I believe, they threw a pick. I couldn't quite tell because I wasn't able to look at the TV because I was working. But yeah, um, I, I think that this shows that the Patriots are, you know, they're good as obvious as that. But the Bills aren't bad. Like they're definitely a decent team. They hung for around sure. the Patriots, almost gave them a run for their money for the win. Um, I do want to throw a quick curveball in. I got to see the ending of the uh, Lions and the uh, Chiefs. Chiefs game. Oh, my wow. gosh. Woo. Dude, Dude, who the, would have thought the Lions, the Lions would be close that games. close? That was a close game. They had a 10 – Lions had a 10-0 to lead in the first quarter, and I, like, literally had to, like, double, triple check my television. I'm like, am I seeing everything okay? I'm like, that's wild. Granted, I mean, yeah, it kind of stinks they ended up blowing it. But at the same time, I don't know if anybody – no, thought that the Lions were going to be that close with the Chiefs. The Chiefs have just been running over everybody all year. Yeah, they have, except for, uh, you know, the team that the Browns beat today, if you want to talk about the Baltimore Ravens in the Browns game. I mean, I watched last week, I watched Patrick Mahomes and um, Lamar Jackson face off against each other, and I thought that was a great game. Like, I don't think either team deserved to lose that game. Um but and I knew going into today that the Browns would be playing a pretty tough opponent, you know, a real opponent. Let's see in Baltimore. In Baltimore. And, you know, you want to elaborate a little bit on uh, what the Browns what the Browns had to go through today and how they it was, out the win? Yeah, honestly, it was a – you know, as a Browns fan, it was a great game. They – you know, it's only week four as well, but this was by far the best team game that we have played all year. Like, I mean, our defense played great at halftime – I think the Ravens had like 102 total yards. Like they could not do anything offensively. We were just, you know, had everybody in the box. There were a couple of runs at Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson really is a phenomenal athlete, phenomenal player. But in my opinion, I think he's a little overrated. And I think the way he plays isn't going to be a longevity. I don't think he's going to be a top quarterback. You know, I, I was thinking the same thing but that's last just my year opinion. based on – I was thinking the same thing last year on Patrick Mahomes. You know, his style yeah, yeah, of yeah. play, I was like, this dude can only make it a couple of years in the NFL, like, as at that level. But after watching, you know, I got to see the end of the Lions game today. I watched the full game um, with him against the Ravens. Yeah. I'm, I don't know, man. He might get MVP again. And yeah, he's a freak. He doesn't look like he's going to slow down. I mean, I don't know. And I thought Lamar Jackson played incredible against uh, – Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, he's a playmaker, straight up. Yeah. But, I think there yeah. were just – there was two or three times that the Browns got pressure on him, and they literally have an arm or two on him, and he just kind of breaks free, and then he just goes for a, a 15, 20-yard run. And I'm yeah. like, holy, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, holy smokes. Like, I mean, we literally had him – well, even – actually, there was one time they literally had two arms around him, and he's going to the ground, and he just kind of – uh, lightly, I guess this is a podcast. You can't really see the hand motion like I'm making right now. Shuffle pass, <laughs> little shuffle pass as he's going to the ground, and I mean it was like a two, three yard gain, but still, nonetheless, like he had a couple plays that were really, really nice. But today, at least, like he just again he couldn't really throw the ball, and the Browns like and they were running well on us, but then eventually the Browns said, okay, we're gonna make you throw the ball more than 15 yards, and he couldn't. Hmm. The couple throws that he had Around past secondary. 10, 15 yards, yeah, he couldn't do. Because nice. the Browns were without their two top cornerbacks, without Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams, and he still couldn't throw the ball. But 
I mean, the Browns, D played great. Our offense, this was by far the best the offense looked. Nick Chubb played great. I think one thing, and I didn't watch post-game interviews. It'll be interesting to see how he handles it. But Odell Beckham Jr., you look at the stat sheet. He had, I think, two catches for eight yards or something like that. Uh-huh. But, dude, the impact that that man makes just by being on the field. you got to have two guys on a minimum. Yeah. I mean, there were multiple times that, like, him and another receiver. Like, one guy, I don't even know what his first name is. His last name is Seals Jones. I've never heard of this guy. And he had, I think, three catches, 80-some yards, and a touchdown. Because there were multiple times him and Odell would be running side by side. Odell cuts, and literally everybody flocks on Odell. And this dude is just left wide open, just streaking down the field. And it just – and, again, you know, on the stat sheet, you look at it, and if you didn't watch the game, you think, oh, well, Odell's trash, Odell this. Like, I mean, the Ravens played Odell Beckham amazingly, but the Browns just used all their other weapons. And, you know, Nick Chubb ran out of his mind. He playing, ran really well. And that was really kind of the cherry on top. With the Browns had a two-touchdown lead, and then the Ravens – and I, I was feeling pretty good, two touchdowns up in the third quarter. Then the Ravens score a touchdown, go for two, make it a six-point game. And I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, they have all the momentum. And then we have a terrible kick return, and we're on the 12-yard line. I'm like, ah, great. And then all of a sudden we have a toss to Chubb. Chubb goes 88 yards, touchdown. And, I mean, there was, I don't know, 12 minutes left maybe in the fourth quarter, and that was pretty much the game. Like, after that, that just, like, took everything out of the um, of the Ravens in this one. So, great team win by the Browns. It's definitely encouraging. You know, we're on top of the AFC North tied with the Ravens right now, but obviously with the tiebreaker. So it's encouraging to play this good of a game, and especially the way the season has started. You know, it's been a little rough, so being able to pick up this win is big, and I'm excited. So Yeah, it should be, for sure. So, um, you know, it's a little bit early in the season to tell. You know, only four games in, but I, I already know who's going to win the Super Bowl and who's going to be in it. So I want to hear your prediction. Ooh. You know, just two teams. Who's gonna be in it, and then who's gonna win it? Um, and we'll, rec- you know, we can play this back. Tom and Devin can save this clip because I do remember last year there was a time where, you know, one of us was like, I I wish we could insert the clip. I'm sure that you could go ahead and do that, or Tom and Devin could, um, you know, where the Jaguars will beat the Patriots, you know, in the AFC Championship. Anyway, that's not important, but you know, I do remember that. So I want to I want to go ahead and let you say who you think is going to be in it, and then I'll tell you the right the right answer. Yeah, I, I think Tom and Devin might have deleted that episode. I don't oh, know. Really? I don't know if that episode exists anymore. So that's kind of a bummer. But that's convenient. <laughs> um. So two for two. Uh, my prediction for the AFC Championship. Uh, <sighs> I think because of it being in Foxborough, I think the Patriots win. If it was on a mutual uh, third-party field, I think the Jaguars could pull it off. But I think being in New England, in the cold weather, Grant, I guess they had to win in the cold weather yeah, in Pittsburgh. it was Pittsburgh. like 12 degrees in Pittsburgh. So You know what? You're right. Screw Tom Brady and the Patriots. Blake Vick Whoa! is taking them, man. Blake Vick. I'm, I'm going with the Jags. You know, Upset alert! I, I mean, okay, you think that Tom Coughlin is their kryptonite? I'm going to beg to different and say Eli Manning slash Blake Bortles <laughs> is their kryptonite. Those two are the kryptonite to <laughs> the New England Patriots. So I'm going with the Patriots. Patriots are, excuse me, that's exactly the opposite of what I just said. Jaguars will win the AFC Championship. Mark my words. 
I'll see y'all next week, and we be laughing, all right? I don't, I mean, no, four weeks in, it's difficult. I, you know, there's a part of me that definitely wants to pick the Patriots just because it's the Patriots and they're great. But at the same time, you know, with A, if AB was still there, I would probably pick the Patriots. But now with his departure, with, you know, again, Josh Gordon is definitely not reliable. I feel like the very safe pick is the Patriots in the AFC. But I think I'll go with the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are just incredibly talented, and again, they just throw the ball. I mean, and you know, today, yeah, they was close with the Lions, but they also didn't have Tyreek Hill. Chiefs are just so good on offense, and again, you know, and I know you could say this with a lot of things, but the Chiefs really should have won the AFC championship game last year. Like, they literally just fell apart at the very end. Yeah, it wasn't last year. That. Oh, supposedly, 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 I chose the Jaguars. Oh, that was supposedly. two years ago, allegedly. The clip, so, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I'm like last two year. years. Yeah, two years ago. But anyways, you could say the same thing right now, like you're doing right now, and then we'll play it back. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Chiefs, though. I think the Chiefs in the AFC. The NFC is so hard because there's, you know, I feel like the AFC. If you ask 100 people, 98 of them are gonna say the Patriots or the Chiefs. Yeah. Whereas the NFC, there's just so many teams and so much more depth. I think as of this point, though, you know, if I have to take a guess, I would I would go with the Seahawks. I'd say the Seahawks, Seahawks. and the Chiefs. Seahawks, Chiefs. And I think the I think the Seahawks win. Seahawks win. All right. Seahawks have phenomenal defense. Russell Wilson is a man amongst boys. I think I would go with the Seahawks over the Chiefs in Miami for the Super Bowl this year. So you said you know who's going to win the Super Bowl, Kyle. Yeah. I'm, tell I'm, us who is not, – not really your prediction. But tell us who is going to win. I want you to say it just like that so then when Tom and Devin can chop this up when it comes February, okay. we'll say your two teams didn't even make the playoffs. Didn't even make the playoffs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right. This, this is uh, – the Patriots will win the Super Bowl, and they will face – you know, they're going to face the Chiefs in the AFC. <laughs> No, not in the Super Bowl. I'm not that dumb. You just said <laughs> No, but I think that they're going to face the Bears. The Bears? The Bears. I think they're my wild you card team. Mitch Trubisky. I think he might, you know, they got a kicker this year. I think I'm, I'm going to choose a wild card team. He got injured today and was out the rest just, of the game. I'm not worried about that. Anyway. <laughs> no, but. Chase Daniels is going to lead them there. No, but to be fair, I, I'm choosing the Bears Patriots. Patriots by uh, two touchdowns. Uh, in Miami, so we'll see how it goes. You know, not a lot of uh, critical thinking going into my decision, but you know the Bears. I watched a couple games so far this year. They don't look terrible. They're a different team. So I believe their defense is pretty good, and uh, you know defense wins championships, but number twelve wins the game. So that's what we'll go with. <laughs> hey, no, honestly though, that is a really a great pick. You know, I didn't really think about that until you like I, earlier in the season. I was, you know, I've been watching them a little bit and. I mean, if they have a better kicker, I mean, they were so great last year. Yeah, they just didn't have a kicker at all. Yeah, they literally lost that game because they have a kicker, kind of. Yeah, I forget who. I don't know who it is, but ESPN. You know, I was watching the game and they were talking about how they weakness was their special teams last year, and then this year they picked up someone, and yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that's my prediction. You know, we'll see how it goes. But all right, Dominic. Now we're gonna move on to the NCAA. Um, so the National College Athletic Association of America. Um, so 
Ohio State, you know, they are a solid team. Um, but before we even talk about them, I want to talk about the Indiana Hoosiers a little bit. Okay. Um, they really gave Michigan State a run for their money yesterday. So they got the win? No, I said gave them a run for their money. Oh. They oh. didn't get the win. Oh. No, but no, they, they were really close. It was a close game. I think actually there's like a pick six at the end that Michigan had, so the score is a little man, you know, it doesn't tell the whole story, but yeah, it was a good it was a good game. I got to see a little bit of it. We're we're gonna touch some more on this game. I'm pretty sure Ohio State plays Michigan State this next weekend. That'll be it. And I have a we have a potential guest, not nothing set in stone, potential guest that's a big Michigan State fan that I've thought about bringing on, and you know we could sit down and talk a little Big Ten talk. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe she'll be able to give the uh, correct, you know, maybe. They will be able to, yeah. Yeah, they will be able to. So, Dominic, real simple question. Is this Ohio State team a championship contender? You know, should they be ranked number one, number two, number three? Or is this just another solid Ohio State team that hasn't played anyone real yet? They're definitely a championship contender. You know, the Buckeyes are almost always a championship contender. Except recently. for when they don't make the – Playoff, right? Yeah, right. I think it is a better team than we have had in the past. There's just so many weapons. J.K. Dobbins is a phenomenal running back. Uh, Teague played great yesterday, freshman. And at the wide receiver position, our Mac. defense is great. We still have, you know, LeBron James tweeted yesterday, and I agree with him completely. When's Ohio State gonna be starting? Called DBU, Defensive Backs University, because they just. You know, you look at the guys they have in the NFL that go to the NFL. They're safeties, cornerbacks that just go and are just beast in the NFL. And then, in, you know, yesterday, they're the I can't even pronounce the guy's he name. I don't picks, remember his name. So. Yeah, he had two picks very yeah. early in the game. And Ohio State's defense is legit. I think we are three def- picks in the first half. I felt terrible for that quarterback. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I turned the game off after the first quarter because I was like, this is a blowout. So I, I think this team is definitely better, but I would agree with you as well. We haven't, on paper, played anybody Michigan State that high. Michigan test. State will be good. Um, you already know who I feel the Big Ten. You know, Michigan, Wisconsin are the best two teams in the Big Ten. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wisconsin, Ohio State um, for the Big Ten, and Wisconsin's going to win the Big Ten title. So who do you feel is going to win the Big Ten title this year? Uh, go Bucks. It'll be the Bucks, and the Bucks will be in the playoff. I don't know if I'd quite commit to saying they're going to win it all this year. You might as well commit to it if you're going to say they're going to make the playoffs. What type of fan is that? Yeah, but that's, I'm not making a prediction. I'm not saying what I want to happen. I'm being a sports analyst on a global podcast. We, this is a global podcast, but that's not what we I don't want to upset either. our listeners in Honduras. All right, so let's get to our famous topic. It's our Insta-famous topic. Get to know us better. So to get to know us better this week, two weeks ago we talked about traveling. Yeah, we talked a little bit about traveling. Dom never wants to go anywhere, and he wants to stay right here in Tiffin, Ohio, or Finley, Ohio, or Pettysville, Ohio. Ooh, Pettysville, man. an hour or so. The weight of my heart is Pettysville, Ohio. Pettysville, Ohio. Oh, wow. But we're not talking about traveling tonight. No. Tonight we're talking about something more that me and Kyle have in common, that we are more similar on compared to traveling. And we're going to talk about running. Yeah. And running goals and kind of past 
college, high school, junior high, elementary. I didn't run an elementary school. Yeah, neither did I. I was a really chunky kid. I broke eight minutes um, when I was in sixth grade. I ran a mile fun run, broke eight minutes, ran like 7.53, and I was pumped, so pumped. And the best thing is, is there was two kids that were on the team. Their younger siblings were in first and second grade, and they both barely beat me, and we have a picture of me as this giant sixth grader running next to these two kids, the one in first grade and the one in second grade, running side by side with me, and they're like up at my knees. Anyways, completely unrelated to this topic. Well, actually, it is related because it's running. But we're going to talk about running, and we're going to kind of, you know, we talked a little bit about me and marathon training, where that's at. I, you know, we're going to pass it over for you. And right now, Kyle, you know, where are you at for running? Like, is running is just something you do, like, in the past, or is it something you're currently doing? I know you had briefly mentioned your turkey trot, half serious, yeah, half kidding yeah. on a previous podcast. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, running something I'll probably continue to do even when I'm done with uh, running. <laughs> All right, I am done, you know, with college running. <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, I'll probably continue to do running even when I'm done signing up for races. Okay. But I'll probably still sign up for races to make me run. That's the key. True. And that's what you got to circle of life right there, yeah. man. So, you know, that's why I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this, you know. Once you complete that marathon, because you've always said, you know, once I do a marathon, I qualify to Boston, I'm done. Yep. How, how true is that? I mean, as you I still said. like fit, uh, throwing this in there. You know, you still like fitness. You like to lift. You like to go play tennis. You like to do all these things. You know, once you get past that, are you done running? No, not done running. I've always said, like, half kidding, half serious, that I want to run two marathons, run one, qualify Boston, run Boston, just because of it being prestigious. And then after I run Boston, then I just start wrecking hometown 5Ks for the rest of my life. Half kidding, but half being serious, too. But we'll see, because I could, I don't know. You know, as much as I would love to do that, but, like, you know, I also made so many jokes, but I also felt like I was being half serious, half kidding when I was in college. And I remember telling my coaches all the time, I'm like, I will never run a single mile after I graduate. I'm like, I will never run again. I'm like, I, you know, you get back from yeah. this winter run where you run 16 miles, you run all of River Road, and it's 10 degrees outside. The last four miles, my vision is starting to go out, and I'm just starting to get tunnel vision. And by the time I get back, I'm like, dude, I am never running a single mile after I graduate. Like, this sucks, and I don't want anything to do with it. There was even a point to uh, Dominic's senior year where he was counting down the days <laughs> that he would no longer have to run. Like, it would be like 90 days out. It would be like 93 days. When so I really, more days. Dude, when I really think about it, running-wise, my senior year was just terrible. And I didn't run that poorly. I didn't run that I pretty much I didn't run as well as my junior year, but it really wasn't like I just completely fell off a cliff either. But I just hated it, which I'm sure is probably why I didn't run any better either. But like I just, yeah, it got to a point where I just absolutely hated it. So so you will continue to run, but maybe not obviously not competitively, just kind of maybe a couple five k's a year to beat the high yeah. school kids, the local high school kids. Yeah, yeah. And like you and said, fair, you know, know you, you mentioned the question like with being fit. And honestly, like I do. I, I love just being in shape. I love being able to, you know, and that's kind of – now I'm starting to bump my miles because of this marathon. But kind of what I've talked about, you know, the last like year or so while I was getting my master's, it was I just want to run four miles every day. 
I'm like, to me, like that is a perfect amount. Four or five, like thirty minutes. Yeah, that is thirty. I like really do you know, that. after if you're running thirty minutes every single day, I'm not getting done with the day, and I'm like, dude, I'm exhausted. I'm zonked. My legs are blah blah blah. Like, my body doesn't feel trashed after thirty minutes a day. But at the you same time, that's yeah, like, that's like the middle section where like I'm not tired because I just started. My legs start to feel okay. All right. right, my legs feel good, and then it's normally the last like. 10 to 15 minutes, right. like 45 to 65 minutes where it's like, oh, my legs hurt. I want to be done. Yeah, right. So. And that's where 30 minutes is not bad at all. And then I still, like, stay in shape. And running still feels good. You know, I feel like if I only ran two miles a day and I'm running for 10, 15 minutes, you're not really going to feel in shape. No. You know, whereas, like, 30 minutes is still a decent amount. Like, I feel like I'm in decent shape, but I don't feel exhausted in my body. I feel like it's just a healthy. So I think... I would love to consistently be able, no matter what shape I'm in the rest of my life, to be able to go out and run four miles, no problem. Yeah. You know, right. obviously there's a lot of health concerns with that as well, you know, when you get older. You're health but, conscious, you know, I feel like. Probably well, yeah, but I'm saying, you know, when you get, like right now, like my knees are fine, like, you know, there's a lot of people that say they can't run because of stuff yeah. like that. But, you know, as long as you consistently stay in shape and such, you're not going to hopefully have those kind of injuries and such, but... Yeah. For you, do you feel like you, you know, just enjoy to be, I guess here's a question, and this would be, you know, particularly now, but really all throughout your running career too, like, do you feel like you love running, or do you just love being in shape? Because um, there's a subtle difference, there but is, there is. It, it's pretty similar, and I feel like that's kind of something I realized in college, but go ahead. Yeah, I, I think that I more or less love running, and I've always felt that I like the social aspect of running as to where... I can be in shape enough to go run seven miles. I can be in shape enough to go run ten miles with someone just and talk to them. You know, right. just the social aspect of running. I've always felt that that way. You know, I love showing up to like area five k's or you know going to watch someone do a half marathon or something. And all the different people that are running, they're all running for different reasons. Yep. But they're all for different parts of life. But there's one thing they all have in common: they're all running a race. Just just the same so I don't know I think I think I just love running more than I love being in shape because at the end of the day I've always I've kind of started especially the older I've gotten the more or less I've realized that your times don't matter you know your personal goals those are good and it's good to achieve those and everything like that but at the end of the day um, what you've learned from what you've done is the most important takeaway not what time you ran right. or what you were in our conference or anything like that like those are those are important and those you know that can be a testament it to gives you something to strive for in the moment in the but moment. you know once you graduate but what leave, do you take what away it from that right. right like i couldn't tell you anything most of the things like that right and i just graduated so uh, i think more or less taking away what you've learned and that's why i love the sport of running because it brings so many people together so one question one more question one last question then that we have uh, on this topic is I want to ask you is there a specific race throughout you know your running career like when you think of the if do you have a best race is there when you think of like okay what was the best race you have and you can say boom oh, yeah. at this location this date yeah I do have that okay what's that race for you well okay yeah I do have that I, I will say at all Ohio freshman year I ran at 27.30 one and that was my best race. Which is kinda of sad it was my freshman year, but 
yeah, it was just a good race. I ran right. well. I didn't really think much. I just was like, oh, there's so-and-so. <laughs> oh, wow, there's a lot of other schools here. Oh. Those um, are the best races, There was man. that one. And then when I was, I think I was a junior at regionals in high school, I remember running like 17 or something, and I didn't even touch the teens or 20s that year. I just had a great race. And, you know, that was the first year our team was going to make it potentially to state. And I was just like, I remember coming up like the last 800 meters, and my high school coach just yelling, "We're doing it! We're doing it! You gotta finish!" I was like, I yeah. like I remember that. Yeah. Um, other than that, no, I don't really remember. I I more or less remember the fun parts about racing. Right. You know, just going on warm ups, going on cool downs. So and so got bumped. I watched it happen, or <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, just a little stupid around, stuff like little that. Little stupid stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but no, I think the race I want to do one day, I'm going to try it. I feel like every runner has to is to run a marathon. Like yeah. You're gonna do. But I'm not going to – I don't think I'm ready to do that yet. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you're super busy right now. I'm considering maybe doing one at the end of, you know, like end of May or doing one in September next year, oh. like a year from now or so. Okay. Um, but that's something if I do it, I want to be doing like 70-mile weeks and try to run an okay time. Right. You know? Try to do it competitively. Makes yeah, sense. Sort of. I mean, sort of competitively. Semi-competitively. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, so Dominic, uh, I wanted to ask you, do you have anything exciting going on in the next couple months of your life? Next couple months, hoping to get some more good lift drives. I could spend an entire Friday podcast. Night. It's it, Friday nights. I need to start doing it more then. It, it is actually nights. amazing how many people I meet and the different stories I hear while driving lift, which I, I love that part of it. How many but, people got their license taken away because of something? Uh, Yeah, maybe like 50% of my riders. For real? I feel like a lot of them, yeah. I was wondering. Are, like I was it's typically not that. like th- – there was maybe one guy that was – how do I want to say? It? You know, doing well for himself, and was he was just going to a buddy's house, and he's like, "Yeah, we might have some drinks or whatever." So I'm just gonna get a ride there and get a ride back. But I'm also driving people at five o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. So most of the people that are taking a lift at that time are yeah because they don't have a vehicle or their license yeah. was taken away or whatever. But anyways, besides that, I man, I have some vacation days to play with in the coming months. So I don't really know how I'm going to spend that. But I know one day I'll be spending it. My uh, brother, not Lincoln, the one who's on the last podcast, he lives in Indiana, if you listen to that the one. Fisherman? The Fisherman? Actually, that's and kind of a... Both fishermen. <laughs> I, know, I know, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> Alex's podcast, the third episode we had, that he is coming up to Ohio from Florida. First time he'll be up here since Christmas of last year. So... Spend some time with him, probably run with him a little bit, watch some Browns football, watch fish, Ohio State football. All three, are you going to go fishing together? Maybe. I'm sure Alex and Lincoln might go fishing. I'm not a huge fisherman myself. Yeah. I'm not very patient. But I am with you on that. I, I like to catch, but I don't know if I really care to fish. I like to be there for the part where I catch it. I don't like taking it off the hook either. <laughs> And then I like to be there for the part when it's done being fried. Ooh, okay, eaten. there you I'm go. Cool with those two yep. parts. Dude, I love like eating the initial, oh, I caught one. <laughs> <laughs> and then none of the work in between, just it being on my plate fried. That's the way I feel with hunting. I love hunting, but, yeah, I hate all the in-between stuff. And I feel like I hate that in-between stuff enough that that's why I don't hunt. <laughs> yeah. 
That's sure. you. Anything uh, exciting? Any big uh, updates with your wedding? Updates? Uh, we do. I don't know. We did pick a venue. Did we talk about that yet? I think we did. Okay, I think well. we had talked about that. Uh, in the next coming month. But anything? I mean, a wedding. Fall, just fall break. You know, it's coming up. I don't know what Whoa. I'm doing yet. My friend might fly me out to Boston. Whoa, check out. that'd be cool. You know, go see my boy Dylan Onwood. Yeah, Big D. So, I don't know. That's not set in stone yet. No, and Dylan would probably tell me a week before. <laughs> I asked. I asked off for for work either way, but um, that's cool. Knowing Dylan, he'll probably he gave him the dates. He'll probably be like, "Hey, man, I booked you a fight on six a.m. on Saturday morning, <laughs> and you fly back." And be like, "Oh, okay, cool." So. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Awesome. Uh, not much planned. So that is cool. You know, last thing we might try to get the squad back for homecoming. Um, I might have to work, and Dominic will be driving Lyft. But if Jesse, or D, or Zach, or Matt, Dylan, or Berryman. Well, Dylan's not an alumni. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is in our Cameron. hearts. He is in our hearts. Uh, Cameron. Are we missing it? I don't think we're missing anybody. No. Uh, Nick, Jacob, Fairby. <laughs> Aaron, Tito, Tito, Brad will go. Carson. Um. Anyway, if you're a Heidelberg alumni, show up to homecoming. Maybe we will see. If you've you ever there. ran for the Heidelberg cross country team in the last five years, we'd love to see you there. Yeah, we would. We're gonna have a tent and everything set up. So. Yeah, come out and Nashie check us Fries out. Fries podcast tent. Yeah, yeah. Then we're gonna interview you. You know, it's gonna be like the Super Bowl, and we'll interview every single person, chop it up, throw it into a podcast. We're gonna do that now for sure. Yeah, that would actually be a lot of fun. That really would be cool. cool. Awesome. Well, this has been a great episode. Thank you for everybody tuning in. We're working on a big guest. Big, big guest for next week, as I mentioned. Michigan State fan. So I guess we're really not that big of a guest. (laughs) (laughs) We're working on it, though. We will let everybody know. Keep you updated. Make sure to check out our Twitter if you haven't already for all updates. And, you know, we kind of just put out cool pictures and videos and such. And, you know, appreciate the listeners we do have. Tell a friend, you know, you you want to do friend. a nice thing to a neighbor this week. Tell them about the nasty fries. Yeah, that you know, they're having work. a bad day. Well, Listen to some nasty brighter. fries. Yeah, for sure. I actually had a lot of people uh, contact me and tell me about the wedding episode, and they said that it was just hilarious, and they were dying laughing. Yo, shout out to Kenny, by the way, too. If you didn't see that on the Twitter, yeah. Kenny freaking tweets at us and says, if Nasty Fries don't DJ my wedding, I don't want to get married. That's <laughs> the type of fans that we are looking for. I love that. Yeah, I mean, well, we do have some dedicated fans. We're waving to them. They got hey, signs hey, and everything. One of these outside. times we're going to do this in front of a live studio audience. That would actually be really cool. We, Rather we than just keeping that. them on the other side of the glass. Right. Like, well, you know, we're animals in the zoo. The main reason that we have them is because we've rented this padded room and everything. And, I mean, this equipment is easily 20 grand, so we cannot. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We break it. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, but we got insurance on this, so ain't no thing. As long as you got a good insurance agent, ain't no thing. There's no worries in life, you know. You'll be taken care of. Yeah. Seriously though, (laughs) thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week, and uh, as always, make it nasty.